Hello and welcome to a episode 81. <laughs> I almost said 81 episodes. Uh, episode 81 of Wing Sauce. The front. No, no, not going to do it. Marion Hosa. I'd hope edition. not. Oh my God. Well, I guess you could have as a tribute for him getting rid of that shitty contract. See you later. Bye. And actually, was it? Um, I don't. Rem- I don't know who brought it up in the chat, but with Franz Nielsen being bought out, Danny DeKaiser's contract being done with us, it is officially Eiserman's team from here on out. Tyler, I'm pretty sure that was you tooting your own horn. So fuck off. Did I but, say uh, that? Yeah, I'm pretty sure you did. We. <laughs> We send so much stuff in the group, honestly. I, I, It wasn't me that said it. I just must have sent you guys a, a story or something. Maybe, but yeah. So, which is exciting, right? So, all the shitty Holland contracts are out of here. I don't, I honestly, I'm curious to see how Eiserman plays out moving forward with the whole, like, uh, the new contract signings, you know, with Larkin and all those other players once their, their contracts end. I'm kind of curious if he's going to sign some big eight years or something like that, or is he going to be kind of modest? Yeah, I uh, I don't know when when is his his contract is up. Uh, when Larks uh should be twenty twenty four. I think um I could be mistaken. That sounds pretty accurate though. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm not sure. Um, I guess we're gonna have to see how the the next few seasons play out. I think that they did some some mock ups for. Ooh, I was I was close. Twenty twenty three. So twenty three twenty four is his. He's be U of A. Okay. Now, uh, when I was looking at the uh, Detroit Red Wings fan page or something like that on Instagram, they the guy puts up some really good content. The guy or girl, whoever it is, I don't know, don't know them personally, but they put out good content. They have a lot of uh, a lot of statistics that they come up with. You know, the the last fifteen years, the top score for the Red Wings or the top you know point leader, whatever. Uh, they have put together some stat predictions for the upcoming season. I believe it was Verana that was going to be the leader. And then I think I saw granted, you know, if it's an 82 game season, like it's supposed to be, they, they were saying that uh, Larkin was, um, they were saying he's going to have 61 points. I mean, Uh, I'd fucking love to see that, but I don't see that happening. Oh, you don't see I'm, I'm at the point now where, Okay, last season was shortened. It's, you know, whatever. I'll give him a little bit of leeway. The season before that, um, you know, he, he was on a really, really shitty team. There's really nothing that he could do. Now that he's got some pieces around him, there's going to be some expectations for him to perform. To, let's just say to outperform the last two seasons because he finally has people around him. They do so have to stay healthy. Last, That's the caveat. So his last... 60 plus point season to be fair it was a full season uh 18 19 and then before that he had a 63 point season in 17 18 i mean i'd like to see it happen um i just i, I don't know i think i think i've said it time i've said it time and time again and i'll say it again i don't think larkin is a like top tier center He's a he's no. a great center. He's a great center. I'm not, uh, and everyone's saying like, "What the hell?" I'm not saying he's not a good center. He is just not a top tier center. Um, if oh, he puts he'd be up 60, a second I mean, line guy, if if we yes. are a cup contender, yeah, yeah. If he puts up sixty points, fucking let's go. Um, 
I, I that's where he should be. Like I agree with you, Tyler. That's where he should be. I just <clears throat> I'm gonna I'm gonna be the the pessimist right here and say he's not happening. Okay, I, I, you um, know what I'm saying. I'm th- th- that's my hot take for the upcoming season. Yeah. No, I I mean honestly, with the way that th- the the last couple of seasons have have been going, um, and he's it, coming off an injury. Yeah, that's true. Um, so you know, I'm just throwing that out there. I so, think people we'll, we'll are see. also I think people are also very hopeful that Veron is going to be on the same tear that he was towards the end of the season. I think that he's going to be doing he's going to do well because it's a new newer environment for him and whatnot, but. I think everyone needs to kind of pump the brakes on the uh, you know point per game pace. He's not going to be an eighty point guy for us, especially next year. It's just too it's too hard to keep up that pace um, with the level of skill that's on the team currently. So hear I me think out. that he's he will be our top point getter though. I think he'll get maybe around. I forget what the prediction was for Is the it- Detroit Red Wings fan page, but I think that it. Uh, I don't know, but I think that he's going to get just under 70 points. So he's going to beat your boy Ronick. He'll be like 68. Mr. Yeah. Downtown Ronick. But uh so yeah. <laughs> Oh man. Um one thing I want to see out of the Red Wings is more than 125 goals. I'm looking at the goals for last year. They scored 125 goals in what 62 games. Yeah, so what is that average to be for goals goals for per game? I know that we were we were definitely down two in the roughly yeah two or give or take, but still that's fucking shitty. And, and and secondly, there's only one, two, three players that are above that are double digits in the goals. One of them being Mantha, who we traded. So it's like, come on, like what the hell? Like, yeah, we have to. We can't win games. And and like everyone said, we have a brand new team this year, which I'm excited about. We got we got a, rid of a lot of players and brought in a lot of new players. Um, our back end goaltending looks a lot better than it did last year. Uh, I do. Mm-hmm. I am bummed Bernier's gone. I, I did like him. Um, I'm also excited yeah, to see Bertuzzi too. healthy. Yeah, That's, yeah, it, and. Uh, another thing too, I know that I think it was Draper that said we're not going to rush any of these guys into uh, into the league, but I think that there is some expectation that Lucas Raymond is going to have a good camp and he might crack the roster. Cider, um, well, Cider is uh, pretty much a given that he's going to be on the the team this yeah, year. That- Everyone is already calling him. Um, people are are making predictions that he's going to win the Calder this year. And that's not, that's not just Red Wings fan page. Should I be putting money on that right now? I wonder what the odds are. I, I don't know. Let's take a look. I bet you get it for a good price. Cause every, I, I think right now the favorite's Caulfield. Oh, I'm sure. And if it's not Caulfield, then it might be Nadelkovich. Right. Which is weird because he didn't play a full season last year. So he was up for the Calder because he was still, he was a rookie, but he still hasn't burned his rookie status. So he could still be up for the Calder next year. I think that's kind of weird, but cool so, for so us. So you know who surprised me that we didn't sign? Hmm. Or outside Bobby Ryan. Yeah. Uh, Not even for like a fucking like 750. Yeah. I I wonder. Even, even a mill. Like like you couldn't do another mill like and i know and i get it he's not like again tyler i was overzealous last year with his 20 goals but um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey he did he did have seven goals which was you know tied for one of the highest on the team yeah so the injury didn't didn't uh, help him either so no honestly i think he probably would have ended at the in the top of, of the detroit red wings for points 
he would if he would have been healthy. Yeah, he was I, he was a good veteran guy to have in the locker room. He was great with the younger guys. Um, I mean, we got the cap space. I mean, it's not like we're we got twenty mil. We can we can yeah. we can we can peel off a mill. We got. The only thing I can think of is because he's trying to hold spaces open for for younger players. That's, that's the only yeah. Thing, that's the only I, thing I can think of. It also makes me think he's got something else up his sleeve too. Like he has another plan for maybe. I I wouldn't be shocked if. Before the season, we were able to get another veteran guy, whether whether it's through a trade or whether he signs through. Uh, well, is free agency still open technically until? Yep. Okay. So, um, I I wouldn't be shocked if we saw another. It, it's not going to be groundbreaking, but I I wouldn't be surprised if we saw something happen uh, before puck drop. So notable notable things coming up i don't know how accurate this is but sport track or spot track has dallas edmonton winnipeg philadelphia chicago toronto all over cap space dallas is over by four million edmonton Mm. by three million winnipeg by two and a half philadelphia by 2.2 chicago by a mil and toronto by about three quarters of a million tampa bay's even um one thing i noticed though if you look at if i'm looking at this right here the amount spent on defense um, versus you know the, the the remaining of the team, so we have uh, right now seventeen thousand in defense cap, thirty thousand in our forward cap. Um, you scroll down to you know let's let's look at the the, the cup contenders, forty five in forwards, twenty five in defense. Hmm. So it's like I, I think maybe he's trying to hold spots open to fill that defensive gap, um, as well as trying to find that that the hot forward. Maybe I, I, I'm I'm really curious to see how this the season pans out because if we if we come out and we do better than last year. I wouldn't be surprised to see him be a little bit more aggressive. We are going to be, but you know, my, and, and we, we can right before the season starts, we can kind of do, we can submit hot takes and whatnot. I've said this ever since I, when I started seeing Eiserman make these moves in free agency, I, I, I said it right away. We're not going to, it's not a shoe in for playoffs, I think that we are going to be a bubble team. We are going, we're going to be probably, uh, well, eventually probably not make it in, but we will be within a few points to at least get in, which I I, think it's going to sound, it's going to sound crazy because of how good the Atlantic division is. But I mean, I, I have a feeling that, uh, with us having a much better looking back end, we are going to be a hell of a lot more competitive in uh, throughout the majority of the games for this season. Yeah, no, I so, agree. So speaking of I'm gonna say we're a bubble team. So speaking of competitive, and one thing that's notable about this draft um, is that the first overall draft pick is actually going back to U of M. Um, that being so said, is, uh, the top ears. No, all four of them are. Oh, all four of them. I didn't see that. Yeah, all four of the top five are going back to Michigan, um, which is interesting. So uh, apparently Owen Power in his initial interview told him that they, he wanted to go back to Michigan straight up. Mm. Um, so that was pretty much noted to begin with. Needless to say, Luke Morgan, I think you guys are going to fucking tear it up next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- I mean, their team is this team stacked. First overall, uh, second overall, third no, first, second, fourth, and fifth. Yep. Um, yeah, it, it's just crazy. So sucks for Buffalo, uh, especially with the Eichel stuff going on right now. It seems like everyone doesn't want to play 
in Buffalo. Sorry, Buffalo. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's kind yeah. of dumpster fire. Um, well, you know, yeah, they're going to have a lot of fun next year. They, they have a stacked roster, but that's going to, I think the nation is going to be watching this team in hopes that they're going to be, they're going to start off the season, obviously as the national champion favorites. That is a lot of pressure to have looming over this team. Um, to have that high of an expectation from right from the get go. Um, you look at, you look at some of the cup favorite teams over the last few years and they just, they don't perform because I think it's a lot of pressure. Everyone says, Oh, this is going to be, uh, this is going to be Toronto's year or a few years ago when Tampa had that hot start. Well, this is Tampa's year. This is Tampa's year. And so one thing I think is different in college hockey versus NHL is there's no cap space. Mm-hmm. And that team's fucking stacked that U of M team. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't care how you slice that bread. They got four of the top five play, four of the top five players in the last draft at their, in in their in their school. So mm-hmm. I, I'm excited to see how that plays out. One thing I think we wanted to talk about last week that we didn't was Tyler's favorite thing in the upcoming season: ads on oh, the jerseys. Yeah, I I knew it. I knew this is going to be a slippery slope. I don't we care. Talked, and I think we talked about that, you know, when we had the helmet, right? We kind of yep. kind of brought it up and um, kind of said, you know, I hope that doesn't happen. Um, I'm trying to find the here we go. So the ads on the upcoming season are three inch by three and a half inch rectangle, which is actually larger than the NBA's two and a half by two and a half. Um, I, they can't they can't have anything to do with marijuana, alcohol. Um, I don't, I don't think gambling either. Uh, there's a couple other things. I can't quite remember where I saw that ad. I'd have to pull it up, but you know, there's a couple of different things that they can't, they can't choose from, but yeah, I'm not too excited about it. No. And can, can I, can I say something real quick? So when we discussed the helmet ads, I, I, I knew right away that, that this is going to happen. Um, I have expressed my, my, I'm not going to say disgust. That's a little, that's a little too far. My displeasure with them wanting to have Jersey ads. And listen, I I know, I know what people are going to say. Well, Tyler, it's going to bring so much more money, blah, blah, blah. I get it. But you're meaning to tell me that there isn't a better way to make more money on ads than putting a time. You think these people are really going to see these Jersey ads and give a shit about what's on. I, I know that those companies are paying the teams or whatever. I think there's a better way to do it. That putting putting them on the jerseys is not the only way. And that's what they're making it seem like. Well, this is the easiest way. This is the best way for us to do this. I really don't I'm not going to buy into that. These guys are going to look like NASCAR drivers by, so, by the time this is all done. You won't even be able to see the logo. I'm curious to see how many ads are allowing. Are they going to allow fucking as much as like a European team throughout the Ripper where it's I, fucking just covered in, in ads or how is that going to play out? Because anything I can find, it doesn't tell me, you know, oh, you can only have five ads or one ad or two ads. So I feel like that's like you said, Todd, it's a slippery slope where we come straight out the fucking gate with everyone decorated in their in their damn billboards or how to look gonna like be? we're going to look like uh, like Ricky Bobby with the with the Wonder Bread onesie with 30,000 ads all over him. It's just, I don't know the, the, the people overseas, 
playing in those in those Euro leagues. I I can't tell what team they're playing for. You can't even, All you I can't see even, is different colored jerseys. Not even that. You can't even tell their name or what their freaking like number is. You're like, wait, who who's playing over there? Like, what yeah. what who's the number? What player are they? What team is this? Right. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. Um, well, because I they make the logo for for the actual team so small. Some of the ads are are the same size. Yep. So it's like, it, what, is this team Sunoco? Like, what what so, team is this? So I'm looking at one right now, and they have a McDonald's ad, right? McDonald's is plastered on their shin pads like five times, plus both shoulder patches. And it's like, okay, McDonald's. So really, that's kind of a you really need 45 ads on one jersey. It's just yeah, uh, I, I'm not excited. Um, I might have to post a picture of some of the, the like the most ridiculous looking ones that I found. The ones that cracked me up are the the uh the ones that are like helmet stickers that aren't even like put on there correctly and like they're like over like the front like in the front of the helmet and it's mm-hmm. like that big ad and it's just like really yeah like like the the teams that play out of uh finland have the fin air things right like it's right over the air vents for the helmet so these guys are probably cooking in there oh yeah 100 percent. it's just to me it's it's a little it's a little uh ridiculous that they feel as if this is the only way that they can, that they can make money based off of ads. Yeah. It's just, my thing is though, again, like we talked about, are those, when we go and buy player jerseys, are they covered in this shit or are we getting the OG jerseys? Because then I feel like the OG jerseys, if you have one, they're going to be worth so much more money. Yeah. Just because, just because you don't have all the shit on there. Yeah, I just can't believe we're going to be living in our in our time, Dustin, where we get to say back in my day, there right? weren't any ads on the jerseys. <laughs> so speaking of ads and speaking of promotion, we haven't even talked about who we had on the podcast. Oh my God, it's been 18 me. minutes. It's, dude, and this this interview is, uh, is an interesting one. It caught Tyler and I by surprise, honestly. Um, going into the interview, I don't think either of us knew anything about this kid. No, um, we couldn't do any research other than his Instagram page. Yeah. And needless to say, um, company's called Arctic, uh, kids named Ruben straight out of high school. He's been doing logos with a bunch of college, college NHL players, uh, with the new up and coming collegiate, uh, rule allowing you to make money off your likeness and name. He's been partnering with a lot of those college students actually in making logos and actually help them set up a online shop to make money while they're in school. So that's pretty awesome. Oh my gosh. It, it it was it it kind of blew my hair back a little bit when he was talking to us about how he just graduated high school and he just he's always been artistic and kind of did this during COVID. It's like, wait, what? No, he said he, said he took a class over COVID or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. Took, yeah. Took one class and he's like, oh yeah, yeah. We're excited. We're excited for you guys to hear this. We're definitely gonna have to check in with them um, down the line just because of. It, he, he's he's doing big things. He says he's been doing it for what less than a year. Yeah, yeah. So and he awesome. already has like five hundred and something pictures up. It's yeah, <laughs> and it's worth scrolling through. Trust me. Anything else before we kick it over to Ruben? Nope, that's it. All right, All right let's kick it over. You know what time it is. All right. Our next guest 
we have on a, a guy, he's, he's an artistic guy. He's been able to help out with uh, creating some logos for a few of the guys we've actually had on from uh, the Made in Michigan Hockey League. So thank you very much for joining us, Ruben Fishkin, the uh, creator of Arctic. So thank you very much for joining us, man. No problem. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. So we we uh, we want to let everyone know that Ruben is driving. He's very dedicated to to taking some time and and um, making sure he was able to join us. So we appreciate that. So anybody who who is going to be coming on later has no excuses because no you know, excuses. Ruben's doing it, guys. He's making it happen. So uh, everyone else is just uh, just lazy. <laughs> <laughs> so where where you said you got up my bond. Yeah. So you said you're driving. Where are you headed to? I'm actually coming home from the city right now. Just had a few dinner with a few buddies of mine. Oh, nice. So how how far of a drive is that? Like around an hour. Wow. And when you say city, what city are you talking about? New York City. Uh, Ah, the Big Apple. Big Apple. Nice. Where'd you, uh, so were you in Manhattan or is that not considered the city or? No, that's that's considered the city. Don't worry. Yeah, I was in Manhattan. So okay, cool. That's the, that's the original city. Okay, okay. I haven't been to uh, New York since I think I was probably about fourteen or fifteen. I've never been. What? I you never guys have. Michigan. Yeah, we're yeah. we're both in we're both in Michigan. He's on the east side of the state. I'm on the west side of the state. <laughs> both, both made in Michigan. Oh yeah, both made in the mitten. So. I hear that New York, obviously it's got a lot to offer. There's a lot going on there, but I'm a big food guy. Like if I'm going to a city, I have to try something. I have to try something new. What What would you say? I know there's a loaded question. <laughs> what What is New York like known for? What would you recommend? So it, it is a loaded question, but I would say the pizza. Pizza? It's See, known for their pizza. Okay. Portnoy would say the same thing. Yeah, right. Uh, well, Detroit, uh, Michigan. So Detroit has their own style of pizza. It's like the Detroit style deep dish. I don't know if you've ever had that, but, uh, it's, it's a very unique style. It's like a very thick, crunchy crust and, um, that's kind of what we're accustomed. Yeah. A little, a little bit, but it doesn't, it's not like, uh, it's not like a layered, um, it comes in like a square pan. It's kind of strange. I don't know. You just have to, you just have to try it. I'm a mouse water yes, thinking about some. I know. I know me too. Um, but yeah, I, I've, I've seen some of those uh, Portnoy things, uh, those, you know, pizza reviews in New York and some of the slices, man, they're like they're huge, larger than life. Yeah. See, I like the New York slice. You fold them over, you fold it in half. Yeah. That's the, that's yeah. the, that's so, the so, way. So I, I heard you square. Uh, we we have square pizza over here in Michigan. Uh I mean I like square but I'm I'm when I go to New York I'm used to that big New York slice. Are you a square guy? No, I'm not. Oh okay. Yeah, I'm that's so why I'm confused. Who would want a square <laughs> or a triangle? <laughs> <laughs> so, um I I heard that the the best New York, the authentic New York uh pizza is Sabaros. <laughs> yeah. Can't go wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um yeah, I, I mean let's let's get right down to it, man. I mean, you Sounds you've been good. you've been uh how how long have you been doing this, creating logos for for players? 
So I've been creating logos around a year already, a year and counting. So whoa, I would have thought that it was more than that. Honestly, just looking at your, <laughs> just looking yeah. at the profile, man. It's been busy recently, especially with all the new college stuff. Yeah. So, so how? Yeah, go ahead, Dustin. No, so I was just gonna ask you. So you know, how, how did you kind of get into this? Did you go to school for it? Um, and if so, did you kind of meet some college players and that's kind of how you got your foot started? Hey, let me make a logo for you or, you know, what, how'd you get, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to give you a shocker and I just finished high school. Oh, wow. Yeah. So dang, that's even cooler, man. Yeah. Look at, you've got your I'm shit together and we're, we're 10 years older than you. We still haven't figured it out. All right. Now, now I'm so. embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> no need. Dude, that so is awesome. I, yeah. It's sick. That's wow. what everyone says. They're like, oh, I thought you were I thought you were older. Like when I come to meet, I just had a drink with one of my clients in Chicago. And then I come in to the bar and he's like, oh shit, I thought you were like 30. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. So so you you said that you're you just finished high school, and I mean you don't just wake up one morning thinking, oh, I'm just gonna, you know, I'm gonna create some logos for for people. So uh, did it start with like doodling? Like how, how did you, did your friends pay you to, to make them logos? How did it all start out? So it obviously started out around the beginning of COVID. And what happened was I took a course, a graphic design course, mm-hmm. but nothing too big, just a course, obviously that it sounded interesting. So I was interested and it turned out to be a blast and I've always seen and been interested in personal logos and branding like LeBron, Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods, all those. And so when COVID really hit, I was stuck at home. So then I'm like, Hey, let me give myself, let me try making a few of these logos for hockey players. And I still remember who my first client was and, just how much it changed from my brands on day one to whatever it is a year and a year already. It's crazy. Wow. So who was the first player that you, uh, um, that you kind of made the logo for? So it was Brennan Hoffman from the Flint Firebirds. Okay. So did, did you reach out to him? Did he reach out to you? how did you make that connection? So I think, he reached out to me because I worked with one of his buddies who also was one of his good hometown friends. And yeah, he saw his page and was interested. Oh my gosh. I'm looking at, I'm, I, I, it it takes a while to scroll down. Yeah, it does. Which is a great, so I'm saying he says he's been doing it for a year and he's got freaking how many posts does he have, Tyler? Are you up the top? I'm, I'm oh my gosh, 500, 600. Yeah, it's crazy. And 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 everyone, so we're gonna post his page when this interview when it, when it posts, but I mean, it's mostly hockey players, there are football players, baseball players, softball players. Um, it, just crazy, and it's in the in the the diversity of all the players is even, is even more nuts. It's just like you have college players, professional players, um, you know, OHL players. It's yeah, it's nuts, man. So was it, was it pretty much, you got a hold of one of these players and they kind of just, you know, 
snowballed into into making all these other connections. Exactly, and you well you you were you just hit the mark on the diversity is because if you just get one player from each of those basically leagues, NCAA pro, and you really make a close relationship with them, they're gonna help you out. So that was really that was big for what I'm doing right now. That's awesome. So, so do you, um, when, when they, when they approach you, do you already have like, do they tell you kind of what they're looking for? Like their initials mixed, mixed in with their, with their, uh, with their Jersey number or like, how does that conversation start? So really how it starts is they'll reach out. I have a form on my page for, if you want to make a logo, you go fill out the form. I'll reach out to you. And then we really kind of just hop on a call and throw back and forth ideas because it's not really just initials or just, there's no specific thing for this logo. It's as creative as you want to be. And that's how, that's how I like it because a logo is custom. It's personal. It should be personal. So it should have a personal taste and a personal feel. And it shouldn't be, Oh, do I should do whatever you think's best because those and it's just not personal at all. I want it to be as personal as possible to make it really hit, hit hard and towards your fan base, towards your family, toward your friends. Because then the more personal it is, the more, I don't know, the more you can connect. No, a- absolutely. It's branding, right? You're, you're, you're developing that own personal brand that's um, unique to yourself. And especially like you mentioned with that upcoming, the NCAA allowing players to actually make money off their, their, themselves, their likeness, um, their names, which is huge. You know, the first time in history that ever to happen long overdue. Yeah. Oh, way long overdue. So when, when that happened, did you find you had an influx of college players reaching out to get, to get logos made? Or did you seem, you know, go ahead. I was so, yeah, it was a ton. I remember the day, I think it was January 1st, and I just remember all these college players finally, they followed me before and they know who I was, but so they were cool. finally able to reach out and actually say, hey, I'm actually, I want to create my own brand. I want to start my own brand. I want to build my name up, build my merch up, basically, and through building my brand, build my name, because those two kind of come together. Now, was it, was it basically, it was, so it was hockey players. Uh, it, it seems like hockey players have definitely gravitated towards you. It, is that because do you like, do you like working with hockey players logos better or is that just kind of how it, how it played out? It's just honestly how, it, how it just played out because originally I was in the hockey world and, I really kind of cemented myself in that hockey world, but doesn't, I'm not saying I don't want to work with other sports. I would love to work with football players, but right now it's mainly hockey. Yeah. So I'm scrolling your page. You have, you have, you have Cole Caulfield on here. Um, Larkin Larkin. Yeah. So, I mean, did Quentin Byfield, I mean, did, so did these players reach out to you? Did you reach out to them or how, how did that work? So, through Dylan um, and Quentin is actually a mutual friend. So they were interested in that. The mutual friend follows me. And then 
he was interested and he wanted a logo. So we kind of whipped something up. Man. A- anybody else who is just graduating high school, if, <laughs> like Ruben's got his shit figured out, man. He's going far. Yeah, dude. I, that's Ty, insane, dude. Tyler and I are literally, as you're talking, we're just creeping on your page. We're, we're just we're just in awe of just, this is crazy to us. Um, so my next question is, are you going to college for this? Are, are you working, trying to focus on graphic design, or is this just like a side hustle? I think right now this is a great side hustle, but I, I think I want to pursue some sort of college. Okay. Uh, my next question is, are you a hockey fan? Of course. What, what's your team? You're not gonna like this. But I'm a big Blackhawk fan. Hey, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, I don't hate the Blackhawks. I, I'm, I like Alex Dabrinkit. So hey, I, I and like, they got Flurry. I, I like how aggressive they've been in this off season because honestly, a lot of people are giving Stan Bowman a bunch of crap. But honestly, you have Jonathan Taves and Patrick Kane. Who let's let's be real. They're stars that are expiring. So let's get a couple more pushes at the cup until until they're done, and then you can start fresh with that rebuild. Yeah, I was super shocked when I heard that, especially Flurry Jones Johnson. Oh, they're going for it, man. Yeah, yeah. I was not expecting this from the Hawks. I still can't believe you guys got that flurry. That 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 trade still pisses me off to this day. I'm I'm a Vegas Knights <laughs> fan, other than a Red Wings fan, and it still pisses me off that we just. Gave you flurry for nothing. It's it's so funny because earlier in the year I got a flurry jersey, you know that gold jersey. Yeah, yeah. So I was a big fan of flurry, and I wanted that gold jersey. It's gold, like so. That's so cool. And yeah, I'm a Hawks fan, so it kind of works out. Yeah, so it's your fault that Flurry's going to the Blackhawks. (laughs) That's what I'm hearing from this. With with how connected Ruben is, I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt if he was pulling some of the strings. Right next thing you know, you're gonna see uh, a new logo on Flurry's helmet <laughs> on the pads. There you yeah. go. Ooh, that'd be sick. So wait, so you said that you were connected with the hockey world. So did you? You must have played growing up, no? Yeah. Awesome. What What did you play? I played nothing big, but just for my high school. So. Oh no, I, I was talking like more like a uh, position. You said you like Flurry up. Oh. Were you a goalie? Oh, yeah. yeah, I was a goalie. Oh, nice. See, I don't even get goalie vibes from you because normally goalies are weird, man. Yes, bro. <laughs> but no, I like, yeah, this whole business is weird, especially for my <laughs> No, I would say it's unique. It's not weird. I think that this is I think that this is so cool. And um I, I think that it's it's incredible with how young you are and, and how connected you are and, and how successful that this has been. Um, you don't mind me asking you, you could, you could say no to this. What is like the typical logo negotiation for like, if a player comes up to you and says like, Hey, I'll, I'll pay this much for a logo. So essentially what's your logo pricing? I think is what Tyler's trying to get at. Yeah. So it goes from a hundred to 400. All right. So, but how it works recently is mainly my money's been coming from these shops that I've been making Mm. since how I run it is a 50, 50 split with the athletes. Oh, cool. Yeah. So the more they promote and if you'd be, you'd be surprised because not the bigger athletes 
sometimes aren't the ones selling the most merch. It's the athletes that are pushing their brand the most. Yeah. So if the athlete's motivated and really getting the brand out there, then it will sell. Damn. So they're doing the work for you. That's awesome. Yeah. That's I like cool. this guy. I, I mean, Dustin, what, what, what were we doing at 18? Uh, it, it, we can't talk about that on the podcast. Yeah, true. Um, not, not, not doing this. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, no, I, I, I was too focused on, on other things, but uh, <laughs> now, so, no, so Ruben. Mind, yeah, for sure. I'm still now, doing all the normal teenage things, but at night, yeah, you got to stay up those extra hours to just work. Oh my gosh. Now, um, is there like a, a favorite logo? I mean, you've, you've done hundreds upon hundreds. Is there a favorite one or at least a couple that stick out to you? Yeah, actually. Um, Jeff Beatrice. That's a favorite okay. of mine. He, well, he, went, he went to my high school. He did? He graduated like some like a few years uh, before me, but uh, but yeah, he doesn't even know who I am. <laughs> but uh, who, who else though? Sorry. Um, trying to think of guys from around there. Um, Brooke Biggs, that's a favorite of mine. Okay. And Jake Sanderson's. Oh man, you said you said Brooke Binks. Brooke Binks. Yeah, I'm looking at one. I'm looking at that one right now. I'm looking at her store. The double man. B is pretty cool. I, it's I mean, BB, I, BBA. Yep. This is just so I, I I'm I'm just in awe at, at some of these. My God. So it's like that that's I'm just what gets me is like, so do they just tell you like hey, like that's what I'm still trying to pick your brain on? Like how do you cut like, yeah, they reach out, they're like, Hey, I wanna make a logo and so there, there'll be a price obviously for right. the logo creation, but after that it basically they're making money also so so but they're in college so it's they're like oh shit i'm making some of these athletes that's the best part don't even know they're making money they're like oh am i making at least like a good amount of percent and then like bro you're making 50 percent. they're like oh shit actually <laughs> so that's my so question cool. though is like do they come to you and say hey you know i'm looking for a logo this is what i wanted i wanted to have my initials and then you send back you know 15 different mock-ups of the logo or yeah that's it's it's similar to that it's okay. really more like hop on a call and do all the mock-ups then while oh. i have them on the phone. oh so you're literally like you're, you're like doing the call you're like talking to them walking through it doing shit while you're talking to them hey let's walk it let's see what you like nope i don't like that yeah that's pretty damn cool oh yeah make it as personal as possible and more interactive that's the best part damn. no that's awesome dude i like cody mylins <laughs> Wow. Did you see that one, Dustin? No. Where, where, where's it at? I'll, uh, I, I, I kept scrolling as I was saying that. Guy, right? Oh man. It's, it's a good one. What? Yeah. So Cody, Cody's come on here before. Luke's is cool. And, I like Luke Morgan's. Oh yeah. That, that's actually, good. that's actually how I found Ruben is I, I took he was one of my OG guys. Yeah. Oh really? Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. Cause I, I took uh Ruben's picture and I noticed that logo and he had you tagged. I'm like, who is that? And it was like an old page. And then um, I think you might have liked the post or something. And I was like, oh, perfect. So I actually, you know, tagged you in the post. But yeah, it. I, I'm, I'm still in awe of like all the players that you have. It's just 
it blows. I mean, he, you have multiple NHL players. Like, oh yeah, he's got a big portfolio here. Oh, the Jeff Petrie is sick. Wait, can you send that one? No, yeah, I'm not sending that one to you. It's too cool. The best oh, part about <laughs> Jeff Petrie, listen to this. The best part about Jeff Petrie is that it was it's on his sticks for the majority of the season. So oh, I was nice. watching. I'm watching the finals, and they did somehow. He was like, or in the face-off draw, or behind them, and you you were able to see it. So That's how does that make so you feel? Cool. How does that make you feel when you see something that you created on? On national television, it's insane. NBCSN. Yeah, that's. Oh yeah, Ruben's like, Ruben's like, I made it. I made like, it. I made that. Yeah, yeah, I made that. I made it. He's like, stop so the cool. TV, pause it, pause it. They're like, what, what, what? what? And that's then, awesome. and then I came over and I'm like, I knew, I knew I'd make it to the NHL one day, but not like this. Wait, you've you've worked, you've done work for McDavid. No, that one was just. That, one that was, was just for fun. fun. Oh, I wish that one's sick though. Right. Yeah. All of them are my goodness. So, um, I mean, what is the, there has to be, do you have to go through like trademarking or what's, what is that about? Do you you have to create what, what happens after the logo is created? You create the store and then what if somebody tries to, well, no one can copy it, right? Because it is it is trademarked, or how does that work? So once I create a logo, it's considered my property because it's intellectual property. So under the intellectual property laws, I own something I created, a digital version, obviously. So if they want to go, they could buy it from me and buy the ownership and do whatever they want, or they could partner with me and continue the partnership okay. and then they can profit off it. Okay. Well, the, the reason I'm asking is because I'm thinking, you know, like there might be some people out there that would see something like, Oh, that's a cool design. Let me see if I could take this and spin it kind of like plagiarizing a little bit. I was just kind of curious to see like what the protocol would be and, and how, how you can kind of protect he's not, he's not going to disclose his, uh, his hidden secrets and how he comes to attack you in your sleep. Yeah, right. No, I it, Dustin knows no. that I'm, I'm the dumbest person when it comes to technology. So if I pull off anything like that, it would be a miracle. But no, I'm glad to explain. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> it's similar, something similar. You just send them a text, say, "Hey, you kind of can't use that because hey, I made that logo." So and it, mm-hmm. it's similar. So. That falls under the trademark laws and trademark infringement. So, have you had that happen to you before? Um, one case. Yeah, one that's case. that's a pretty that's sad. Case. Yeah, yeah, and hopefully it stays at one case. So, yeah, <laughs> no, that's pretty. It's pretty small. Uh, pretty small for how many how many samples? Uh, how big the sample size is? Yeah. Dude, Henry Graham's looks sweet. Yeah, that'd be sick. Honestly, I would let McDavid steal my logo. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I mean, um, so who is the highest profile guy? The or yeah, who's the highest profile guy that you've you've worked with? Either either Cole or Zegris. Ooh, Zegris. Ooh. So he, he, Go ahead. Both potential, I was going to say both potential uh, 
and running for the Calder Trophy. Uh, yeah, Calder Cup or Calder Cup, Calder Trophy. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah, they're not AHL players, Dustin. Not anymore. AHL for five seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He he tore it up. Cole tore it up in the AHL. So did Zegers. Yeah, so Zegers did too. Yeah, Zegers did too. I forgot he did tear it up. He just made the league look like a joke. Yeah, Ru- Ruben watches those guys and he's like, "I'm glad I'm not a goalie anymore." <laughs> yeah, man. But uh, yeah, I. So where where can people where can people check you out on um, on Instagram or like the interwebs? Your, um, yeah, give your yeah your, uh, website a shout out and stuff like that. Yeah, so people can find me at Instagram at Arctic A R K T Y C, um, or Arctic.com, A R K T Y C.com. And mainly, if you're looking for a logo, just go to my website, fill out the form, and we'll get something sick running. Now, do you do just strictly uh, sports, or do you do anybody who's interested? Anybody who's interested, businesses, websites. Wow. Um, yeah, really anyone. I've had players players dads come call me and say that they want a logo for their business hell yeah see i i have an idea for a social club for for mountain biking that i want to do so i might i might be hitting you up here ruben hit me up let's get it awesome man hey we appreciate you thanks for uh taking time out of your day and driving and talking to us man. thanks for having me yeah Yeah, absolutely drive safely appreciate it thanks man all right take it easy man you done goofed Ruben thank you so much for taking time out of your day while driving so anyone else that we have on that has an excuse fuck you yeah just kidding but uh, no seriously for real though yeah exactly (laughs) uh so I got a 7 a.m tea time tomorrow so hopefully by uh my new hitting it or lining up the ball on the heel We'll solve my slice problem for tomorrow. So I'll let you know if that works. Otherwise I may shoot like a hundred again per usual. Um, <laughs> but we'll I mean, see. honestly for, for me, you know, the driving has been pretty, pretty good. It's the, uh, it's the short game. And I, I have to, I have to be able to reel in the putting a little bit. Um, see, that's what gets me. Yeah. I need to get you down to those one spots there from, yeah, th- that's, that's how I am too. I, you know, if, if I chip it on to the green from far out, I mean, usually that's like a three putt for me. You know what I'm saying? It's just, yeah. See, those kill you three putts oh, kill yeah. you every time, every yeah. fucking time. Because yeah. my mentality right now, because I'm not very good is like, okay, just try to get it close. Like it doesn't need to go in. And if it does great, but just get it close. Don't leave it short. Uh, don't leave it long. Yep, that's and, yeah, that's that time. If I get it within like that, you know, five foot circle, if you will, the kind of like the the easy putt circle, mm-hmm. I, I'm okay with it, especially on those long ones like you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, by the way, we need to mention. I'm sure that you know people have probably been wondering why Con- Connor's been so quiet uh, this this whole podcast. That's because he's actually not here. Um, I don't. I I don't know, Dustin. He he's. I, I guess he just forgot about us or something. I don't know, but. It must, he must be doing something really important. I have no idea. We'll find out next yeah, week. Hopefully. So, um, did you want to mention one more thing? Kind of some sad hockey news. Yes. Um, the whole hockey world was shocked that, uh, at 31 years old, Jimmy Hayes passed away, um, in his home in, uh, I believe it was, uh, Milton, Massachusetts. Just 
devastating, man. He left behind um, his two-year-old. Uh, his, he has two sons, a two-year-old and a, and a three-month-old, if I'm not mistaken. Just terrible news. Um, we don't know what the cause of death was. Um, there's no foul play right now that, that, you know, is suspected, uh, but it's just, it's heartbreaking, man. You know, it's, he's, he's a year older than you, Dustin. It's just like, you can't, you can't imagine. No, um, it's crazy. It's crazy to think about, um, especially someone so young and, you know, leaving behind so much family. It's sad. And, um, you know, uh, my condolences to their family. Yeah. I, I, um, I, I always think about it this way, you know, like my, my brother and I were two years apart and that same thing with uh, Kevin Hayes and, and Jimmy, I, I look up to my brother for, for everything. And, um, I, I just, I couldn't imagine. So I'm, yeah. I mean, Kevin my, did have that, that heartfelt message, you know? Oh yeah. No, it was, it was, it was beautiful. I just, I couldn't even imagine what, what they're going through. And, and, you know, the Hayes brothers, they were so tight with so many guys, every person that they play, every team that they played on, which, you know, Jimmy was kind of a suitcase. He was everywhere, but he connected with like, it seems like he connected with every single person that was on his team. And, and he just had this, I, it's one of those guys that you you wish that you knew more about, or, you know, saw more videos of because, the stories that you hear and, and I don't know, have you ever listened to the the podcast that he's on with uh, Scotty Upshaw and Shane O'Brien? I haven't listened uh, to it. Missing curfew. Uh, no, it's, I, I didn't it's, see that. He's it's on good. One. It's good. It so no, he's he, yeah, he, he was one of the co-hosts and yeah, really feeling for those guys too. Cause they just lost uh, a brother in a sense as well. And, and their co-host too. So yeah, thoughts go out to, to, um, to Jimmy Hayes and his family and everyone else who was close with him. Um, and then another thing too, just, you know, uh, Dustin and I were talking a little bit before, um, you know, we, we've known some people, Dustin still has family that are, that are serving right now. Uh, just a special thank you to anybody who's, who's served, uh, and is still serving for, for, uh, the U S military. Um, I think that we're, you know, people like you and I, Dustin, we wake up and we don't realize how lucky we are. Um, and thankful that we have people that are that are willing to to risk it all um to keep us safe so just a special thank you and um you know i I hate to to end with with bad news um so we're hoping again that connor can bring us some good news for the next one yeah and uh let's just get the puck out of here and we'll see you guys next week see you next week (laughs) 